Welcome to the High Performance Health Podcast with your host, Angela Foster. The show where we talk about everything you need to break through limits and achieve a high performance mind, body, and lifestyle. In today's episode of the High Performance Health Podcast, I'm going to do a little solo sode because I want to talk to you about something that I get asked about a lot, and that is CBD. CBD, the full name is cannabidiol, is a chemical compound that is found in the cannabis plant. And CBD has been used medicinally for centuries for a number of different complaints, including as a sleep aid to reduce pain and nausea, and also to lower anxiety and help with a whole host of other mood issues. Now, the cannabis plant contains hundreds of different compounds, and many of these have been studied for decades for their therapeutic benefits. In particular, cannabis contains cannabinoids, and these have captured the attention of the scientific community. To give you a little bit of the history around it, the first cannabinoid was discovered in the mid-1960s, and since then, scientists have gone on to identify more than 80 individual cannabinoids, and they're continuing to investigate them all the time, for their potential health benefits. The different cannabinoids each have very individual effects within the body, and so they have a range of potential uses for health and treatment of disease. And cannabinoids are now used in treatment for a broad and also growing range of conditions and symptoms, so things like sleep issues right through to anxiety, pain management, um, modulating inflammation, Parkinson's disease, and even cancer. And there are two cannabinoids that are most widely recognized for their medicinal value, and these are THC and CBD. Now, THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, is a chemical compound that delivers the high that you'd get if you took marijuana, whereas CBD, on the other hand, does not have a high associated with it. In fact, CBD actually has a calming, anti-anxiety, and also anti-psychotic range of properties. So what is CBD? Well, cannabidiol or CBD is a chemical compound that's basically found in the cannabis plant. And there are multiple species of cannabis that naturally contain CBD. And a lot of confusion exists around what the difference is between hemp and cannabis. Essentially, hemp is used to refer to the non-psychoactive variety and cannabis to the psychoactive variety. So hemp fields are essentially fields of cannabis plants that are grown under conditions where the male plant varieties are allowed to fertilize the female plant varieties. So in these fields, the the male and female plants are grown together. And when females are allowed to be pollinated, they produce very low levels of THC, which is the psychoactive component. And along with THC, um, CBD is the most well-researched of the cannabinoids. Now, CBD can be extracted from the hemp plant and it can also be produced synthetically. And you can find CBD available widely in the form of um, capsules, sprays, tinctures, inhalers, and also in vapes. And so you might be thinking, well, how exactly does CBD work? And scientists have actually made a lot of progress in understanding how CBD produces its calming, pain-reducing, and anti-inflammatory effects in the body. 
but there's actually still a lot to learn. What we do know is that CBD interacts with a number of different receptors, proteins, and other chemicals in the brain. And these interactions alter the activity of neurotransmitters, hormones, and other cells throughout the brain and body. So without getting too technical, is what's interesting is that through these interactions, CBD seems to be able to affect many of the body's functions, including um, our sleep-wake cycles, our perception of pain, our emotional balance and regulation, inflammation, and also it can have a positive effect in reducing seizures. The bodies actually produce their own cannabinoids as part of what's known as the endocannabinoid system. And this system is involved in regulating many processes within the body, including cognitive function, appetite, mood, and also pain perception. And when we take CBD, it's essentially interacting with the body's own endocannabinoid system and its receptors. So what I'd like to take you through now is what are the benefits of CBD and why would you take it? And as I've already mentioned, there is a large amount of scientific research currently going into CBD and we're continually learning more about the broad spectrum of benefits that it might offer to health. New research suggests that CBD may play a role in the growth of new brain cells, which is a process known as neurogenesis. And it's also pretty widely accepted as having antioxidant properties and anti-inflammatory benefits. And so as a result, it looks like a promising treatment for a wide range of conditions from things like depression through to other neurological disorders and autoimmune diseases. It's also used quite a bit for pain management as it works as an analgesic. And in proper doses, CBD has been shown to give nearly the same pain reduction as opioid drugs such as morphine. And if you look back over the last sort of 6,000 years, CBD hasn't killed anyone via an overdose, which is pretty impressive, especially when you compare it to other pain relieving options, um, things like NSAIDs such as ibuprofen and Also things like um, aspirin, which can wreak havoc on the lining of your gut, on your liver and your kidneys. And aspirin in and of itself kills around a thousand people every year. CBD has actually been used in pain relief for a very long time, including by royals. Um, It's reported that Queen Victoria's physician apparently prescribed medicinal cannabis for the Queen's menopausal cramps. And in terms of pain management, the body's own endocannabinoid system is involved in managing our perception of pain. And taking CBD has been shown to help in the treatment of chronic pain and pain disorders that can be otherwise difficult to treat. So really useful for things like migraines, arthritis, and also multiple cirrhosis. You might be wondering, is CBD addictive? And the answer is a resounding no. And this is essentially because CBD does not act on any receptors in the brain that would produce addiction. So many people are actually getting great results taking CBD for sleep. And this is actually something I've been experimenting uh, with quite a bit myself recently. So how does CBD work for sleep? It's actually been shown to improve both sleep quality and also reduce sleep difficulties partly as a result of the ability to reduce anxiety levels. And it seems to protect against excess stress, essentially by reducing susceptibility from stress-induced 
activation in what's known as the HPA access. This is the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal access. And it's also been shown to reduce blood plasma levels of cortisol, which is the stress hormone. And so as little as kind of 10 milligrams of CBD can actually help significantly in terms of lowering anxiety in some people. It's also been shown to reduce insomnia in individuals who suffer in particular with things like chronic pain that's keeping them up at night. And it's also been shown to enhance the amount of sleep that individuals are getting. Now, in smaller doses, CBD can actually work the other way. So it can actually stimulate alertness and reduce daytime sleepless. And this can actually be really helpful in improving your performance in the day and helping to strengthen your circadian rhythm because it helps to support the consistency of your sleep-wake cycle. And I think you could probably compare smaller doses of CBD to kind of L-theanine, which is an amino acid you find in green tea and is often used by monks to enhance meditation because CBD gives you that kind of calm yet relaxed focus. Now, if you combine smaller doses of CBD with other natural sleep-inducing compounds, so things like magnesium, lemon balm, or if you're outside of the UK, even melatonin, uh, which you can get more widely available in the US, for example, then you can get yourself into an even more relaxed state for sleep. CBD also has some promising results for people with Parkinson's who have something known as REM behavior disorder. REM behavior disorder is a condition that causes people to act out physically during dreaming and REM sleep. So usually during REM sleep, the body is largely paralyzed. And this is to keep us from reacting physically to our dreams and actually acting them out. Now, in people with REM behavior disorder, this paralysis doesn't occur, and that can lead to disruptive sleep and also people injuring themselves or their sleeping partners. Um, It also seems really promising, as I've already mentioned, for helping with symptoms of depression and anxiety. And it's actually been used, cannabis itself has been used for centuries to treat nerves and anxiety and other mood problems. And the way that it seems to work is that CBD interacts in part with serotonin receptors in the brain. And so this can help to reduce both the mental and physical symptoms of anxiety. And actually, it's also been shown to help with social anxiety. So there was a study that showed positive effects of CBD in helping to calm nerves in individuals before public speaking. Another area that's showing a lot of promise for CBD is in its use to contribute to protecting the brain. And this seems to be down to its antioxidant and anti-inflammatory abilities. And scientists are investigating its role in neurogenesis, which is the formation of neuros and the ability of it to help the brain heal from injury. And there's some recent research that suggests that it may help to reduce brain damage uh, incurred from neurological injuries and also things like stroke. Is also being looked at increasingly as a possible therapy for a range of neurodegenerative diseases. So things like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, and as I've already mentioned, multiple cirrhosis. 
Now, if you're thinking of taking CBD, there are a couple of things to think about that I want to highlight. Um, First of all, always consult your doctor before you begin taking a supplement or making any changes to your existing medication and supplement routine. And while CBD is generally really well tolerated by healthy adults, there are some possible side effects. So things like uh, dry mouth has been reported, uh, lightheadedness, sleepiness, sluggishness in movement, um, and lowering blood pressure. So always consult your doctor first, especially if you're on any medication, and it's certainly not recommended for women that are pregnant or breastfeeding. It can also interact with certain other herbs and supplements, particularly ones that you might be taking already to enhance sleep. So things like L-tryptophan and 5-HTP, melatonin, as I've already mentioned, California poppy, SAMI, St. John's wort, um, valerian, and a host of other remedies that people commonly take for sleep. What's really interesting as well is the effects that CBD seems to be able to have on body composition. So what has been noted is that it seems to have a positive effect on lowering insulin levels and also lowering appetite, which is pretty handy if you're looking to lose weight. And this fact, combined with the way it decreases cortisol, our stress hormone, can have a pretty profound effect on your body fat levels. And some studies are actually showing that CBD can also help to, re- to boost metabolism in itself, reduce levels of fat in the liver, and lower blood cholesterol. So there just seems to be so many potential benefits to taking CBD. Now, if you're thinking of taking CBD, you want to make sure that you're taking a quality CBD supplement. CBD is, as I've said, it's the cannabinoid, and it's found in the stalks and leaves of the hemp plant. So what's commonly sold is actually hemp seed oil, and this doesn't contain CBD. So you want to make sure that it's from the stalks and leaves of the hemp plant. And in taking it, you want to make sure that the product contains the advertised levels of CBD. And it's usually listed as milligrams per gram. And as I've mentioned earlier, uh, many people will see benefits from kind of 10 milligrams in terms of lowering anxiety. And then the next thing you want to look at is whether it's a full spectrum CBD oil, a broad spectrum CBD or a CBD isolate. Essentially, full-spectrum CBD is the only kind that includes THC, which is the psychoactive compound that's found in cannabis. But hemp doesn't contain enough THC to get you high. In fact, to be legally classified as hemp, it must contain less than 0.3% THC. If a hemp farmer's crop tests higher than 0.3% THC, then this crop is going to be classified as hot hemp and it can't legally be sold as hemp. Broad-spectrum CBD contains other cannabinoids without the THC. So unlike full-spectrum CBD or broad-spectrum is, I think, officially allowed on Amazon. So you might be thinking, well, is full-spectrum better for you? And why would you want to take full-spectrum over broad-spectrum? Most experts in the field seem to recommend using a full-spectrum CBD oil. But if you're, and I'll come on to that um, in a moment, but if you're an athlete, for example or you need to pass a drug test anytime soon, then you might even prefer to go as far as taking CBD isolate. And isolate is where the CBD has basically been isolated from all the other cannabinoids, including the THC. But it's worth being careful as, you know, experts do warn that some CBD isolate may still retain traces of THC. 
So putting aside the drug test, why would you want to be taking a full-spectrum CBD? And this is because of what scientists refer to as the entourage effect. And this principle suggests that the cannabinoids like CBD work best in combination with other cannabinoids, things like THC, CBN, and CBG. And so for maximum efficacy, so long as you don't live with the threat of random drug testing, you'll probably want to look for a full-spectrum hemp oil. And full-spectrum hemp extract also contains other compounds aside from the cannabinoids. Uh, These are called terpenes. And terpenes are the molecules that give it that unique flavor and aroma. Terpenes are also found in things like pine trees and citrus fruits. And some of the research suggests that the terpenes play a role in how the CBD affects us and that they may be key in this entourage effect. Now, some CBD producers test for terpenes along with the cannabinoids, uh, but most companies don't. So ultimately, I would suggest doing your research in terms of which CBD to take. And whether or not you try CBD is really a decision for you. You should always definitely check with your medical doctor. And it's worth looking for a brand that you can trust rather than just kind of going online and, and buying the first one you see. The form that you want to take depends on your personal choice. Some people really don't like the taste of hemp oil and so they actually prefer it in a capsule form or you can buy it in an intranasal format as well in addition to in things like vapes. Whatever you're doing with it I would suggest that you track the results, start small and then see. So you know I will commonly track mine on my aura ring which gives me really good insights into my deep sleep, my REM sleep and as I've already mentioned I have seen definitely a pretty significant uptick in my deep sleep since using CBD, but make sure you're tracking it. If you're taking it for something like pain relief or anxiety, also track the results that you're getting with that. But I would suggest start small, make sure that you're not getting any side effects, and then work up from there. Thanks for listening. Remember to review and subscribe. You can grab the show notes, the resources and highlights of everything Angela mentioned over at AngelaFosterPerformance.com. You can also snatch up plenty of other goodies, including the highly helpful Angela Recommends page, which is a list of everything she personally recommends to optimize your mind, body and lifestyle.